Welcome to another session of Breakout with Chad Nedland. I want to thank you for all stopping by. Today we're going to be talking with John Victoria, and you get to have the opportunity to hear the replay of an amazing podcast that he did with me the other day, in which he outlined what it means to actually define your avatar. Stay tuned, and we'll get right into the interview right after this message. Hey, welcome to the 30-Day Crew. Uh, we are back here this afternoon. It is 1 p.m. Central Time. You all knew what time to show up. So if you're here live, give me a live in the comment section. Let me know you're here. If you're not, throw a replay in there so we know you showed up later and at least I know you made it. Uh, today, we are bringing to you live the one, the only, John Victoria from Pollyanna.net. He is going to bring some amazing training for you. He is coming from a unique perspective, whereas I've been teaching you how to do lives and specifically use that organic strategy here on Facebook to increase your reach, visibility, and gain more customers. He's going to help you focus from a slightly different perspective. Hey, good morning, Kim. Kim is saying hello, and she is live. Hello, she hello, does Kim. an amazing job. She does, she does dog training online. Ah. She's, she's bringing her business online. She does in-person as well. But yeah, I'm really super excited about the direction her business is going. Um, so we're going to go ahead. We're going to get started. I'm going to pass it off to you, John, if you just give us a little quick about who you are and, and what you're going to bring for us today. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is John Victoria. I'm super excited to be with you today. Uh, me and Chad, we had talked, I think it was maybe about a month ago, and he just asked me, you know, if you if we'd like to talk a little bit about um, past experience and, you know, how I've been able to grow my own agency out. And so the perspective I'm bringing today, it's not one based off of books. It's not one based off of a webinar. It's based off of what, you know, I've been able to pick up in terms of frameworks, questions, and approaches in growing my own SEO agency out. You know, I'm not a coach. I'm just a business operator. And so that's the perspective I'm bringing to you all today. So, yeah, with that in mind, um, I guess we can uh, hop right on in for the uh, for the slides for the day. So let me pull up my screen and we'll get on started. OK, cool. So, yeah, let me go through. So I got this, you know, comment alive if, if you're with us live and also hit the replay if you're on the replay. And one thing I just want to say is that, you know, as we're going through this, you know, I don't want this to be a one-sided conversation. And so if there's anything, any comments that you have for the presentation, you want to take a little detour, you want to dive into a little detail, you know, happy to do that on the presentation. And so um, to kick things off, uh, I just wanted to begin with everyone for a quick, fun warm-up exercise because it is uh, 1 p.m. CST. I don't know where in the world you're at right now, but if it's lunchtime, I imagine you have a little bit of brain fog if you're eating. So I want to do a small warm-up exercise to get everyone ready for today's presentation. And so, you know, this is my first time being in the group and talking with everyone. So what I wanted to do as an initial exercise is um, very similar to like an elevator pitch. You know, I'd love to uh, hear about you, who you serve, and what you offer in five words. Or uh, keep an eye out on the comments. Owen says, "I'm in Ireland." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> We're going to need more than a warm-up exercise to, to get you up. Oh, man. 7.05. About the end of the day. 
I can I can catch him 24 hours a day. He's usually sitting online somewhere. <laughs> I love um, it. Are you able to see the comments as they come up on the screen, John? Um, I only see the 7 to 5 p.m. in Ireland one. All right, cool. So, everybody, this is your opportunity. Tell John what, what it is that you do. What is your job? What is your framework? What do you do online? Transform burnout to empowered. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Florine. And who else? Other other five uh, five words. Well, who you serve, what you offer. Love to hear. Maybe get one or two other people before we move on. All right, y'all. You've been going live in front of six billion people. He's just <laughs> asking what you do for a job. <laughs> YouTube there we go. All righty. I love it. I love it. Awesome. So YouTube consultant, I guess I'm imagining that has to do with YouTube SEO and, you know, YouTube ads. It's a very, very huge field, especially with YouTube ads. It's the cost per clicks are phenomenal. So cool. So it sounds like we got some, uh, some, some folks in with some of the things or two. So let's pop over to the next slide. And one of the things I want to ask you is, you know, we kind of understand what everyone does, but where are you currently in your business? And so, you know, right now, are you someone who is a solopreneur and you're just getting started with your business? Or are you someone who has graduated to the next level and maybe you validated your offer? You have a few clients underneath your belt, or are you in the position right now where you're scaling your business? And so, you know, I, I speak, I've speak with people who are just getting started all the way to scaling. So I'm just curious for everyone in this group, you know, where are you guys at um, on these three stages? And so I'll keep an eye out on the comments from where you guys are at. Just growth, okay. Have to refresh in Google Ads. Awesome, awesome. So from Kim, I've been in business for about eight years, but I feel like I'm just starting because I'm now taking it online. That's awesome. Florine, starter solo on first client and infrastructure. And that's that's an exciting place to be, Florine. Really, really exciting. Yep, and just solo there. And so yeah, so awesome. Sounds like everyone's around the um, you know, just getting started to the validated your offer stage, especially if you're moving to a new platform. So everything we're talking about today will be relevant to, um, to what's in this presentation. So just to recap again, before we enter the presentation, again, I want to say that I'm not a coach. I'm a business operator. You know, I don't have a course that's out there. I don't have a book. So everything I'm sharing with you, it's just, you know, coming raw out of, you know, my perspective of having grown um, a business over the past four years. Um, generated over a million dollars in sales and on track for this year to closing a million dollars in uh, in one year. So it's some been some great growth. But quick introduction. Again, my name is John Victoria, and uh, I'm the owner of Pollyanna LLC, 
And what we are, uh, we are a boutique digital marketing agency that specializes in helping home contractors grow their business using search engine optimization. And so search engine optimization, if you haven't heard of it, it's just the process of getting websites to rank up for different Google searches. So, you know, I remember someone mentioned YouTube consultants. If someone typed in YouTube consultants um, in Ireland, you know, that would be an example of SEO or maybe dog trainer online, you know, we, what we would do is we would help those companies ha have their websites show up at the top of Google search. And so um, just a quick background of my story so you have a context of who I am. So, you know, my story is that prior to starting this business, I was actually on track to being a Naval officer in, in the US Navy. Um, you know, it was a path that, uh, you know, uh, my, my family, my, my uncles, you know, they were all career Navy. And so I thought that my career would be to be an officer as well. But the challenge for me was ever since I was young, I always had an entrepreneurial flair to myself. Uh, I wasn't always a big fan of listening to the rules and following structure. And so while I was on track to being a Naval officer, I just had this, uh, you know, I, I had this personality conflict. And so three years into my officer training, I decided that I'd pivot away and actually go into business. And so at the time, it was absolutely bonkers to anyone who knew me. You know, my friends, my family, you know, the people that knew me, they knew me as the guy who was going to be in the military. But, you know, I ended up saying, hey, I don't really want to do that anymore. I don't like this structure you know, I want to start my own business. And that was just crazy. So I know a lot of you are in that starting stage where possibly some people in your life, they're seeing you and they're like, wow, you're, you're going to business for yourself. Why, you know, you weren't doing that before. So, you know, why, you know, do, and so that's, that's kind of like the feeling where I was at. Um, and when I first started, you know, for me, I didn't have a business background. I didn't have a business degree. I didn't go to Wharton or anything. I didn't have any clients. And so really it was starting from the ground up, which is why I think that I'm able mm -hmm. to provide a unique perspective. Um, but since then, you know, since uh, starting the business, um, you know, been able to close about a million dollars in SEO deals, which, you know, in comparison to, you know, a lot of the folks that I'd started with, it's, it's, it's quite a radical jump um, from where I'd started from basically starting ground zero to, to jumping up. And on track, you know, this year, you know, we're on track to generating a million dollars a year in 2021. And just to give you context, we'd started in 2016, um, you know, when I was starting ground zero. So it's been a radical jump forward. And I share this with you, not because I, you know, want to tout my own horn or anything. The reason why I share it is because I personally don't see myself as someone who's great at sales or someone who's great at business or attracting the right clients. Um, but what I did have was a set of principles that I focused on, a set of questions and a set of frameworks that I kept my eye on, I kept my eye on it, was consistent with it. And that is what led to a lot of the growth that we've seen uh, in Pollyanna. Um, you know, I'm also a member of several business organizations. You know, I'm a part of EOA, Entrepreneur Organization Accelerator. Um, they're an international group of uh, businesses dedicated to growing, um, growing your business past a certain amount. And so, you know, a lot of different connections that, that I built over the years, and all of it really just came down to the frameworks that um, that we're being focused on. So, 
And also before I, I hop into the main bulk of the content, I, I want to share a quick piece of my history. Uh, it's very similar to this group actually, 30 Days of Lives. Um, so way back when, uh, when I was first getting started, I was such an introvert. And it was so difficult for me to want to put myself out there and to you know talk about what it is that I did. So what I decided to do was I got inspired by a guy named Anthony Robbins. Probably a lot of you have heard of him. And he had a recommendation in his book that if you ever want to get good at something, you just have to do it you know, as much as possible. And so for me at the time, I didn't have an audience that anyone wanted to listen to me. So what I did was I put together a Facebook group of people where every single day we would post a video talking about our experience, what's going on in our life in order to build confidence in ourselves and what we did. So you know, very similarly, you know, I, I resonate with a lot of the mission that um, that is a part of this group. Thirty days of lives. You know, I you know I also came from a similar background in terms of uh, developing my own uh, acumen. So, what does this mean for all of you? So, for today, you know, there's three takeaways that I want you to to come away with. And so, I'm sharing with you three principles that I personally experienced to give you another angle to grow your business. And it's, a, and it's a way to refine your avatar, um, learn how to attract more and to scale up. Hopefully that is the goal. So let's hop right into it. So the first principle that I want to share with you, um, and this was something that um, I, I love to study, you know, uh, way back when I was first starting my business. And it was, you know, how does your mind work, right? It's, you know, Understanding how your mind works is probably one of the most powerful things that you can do because if you understand how it works, you are more effective in your decision making, you are more effective in your approach to the world. And so one of the one of the big things that that stuck in my mind from the beginning was your mind is a magnet. If you can ask better questions, you can attract better answers. And so for this specifically for this presentation, this is a broader framework that can be applied specifically to refining your client avatar, because if you can ask the right questions, then you can attract the right types of people. And so this is uh, what I'll be sharing with you is a quick exercise of questions that I asked myself, asked myself over the years to further hone in and refine who it is that I wanted to serve. And to give you an example, in the beginning, you know, I used to work with uh, a client who would only pay me uh, about $300 a month for SEO. And, you know, I was fine because I was just getting started. But as I've refined my questions over the years and my avatar, you know, nowadays our biggest client, um, you know, for SEO, you know, they're paying us around $8,000 a month. And so I, I only share that with you just because the better questions that you ask, the, the more effective that you can attract and to bring on the types of clients that will make it worth it for you, that you love to serve and you're excited to, that can help you as well grow your business. And so let's hop into some of the questions that um, walk you through the journey of some of the questions that I asked myself and that you can also ask yourself when refining who your client avatar is. Okay, so the first question that you have to ask yourself is, um, and this is a basic one, right? You know, if you're going to start a business, you are always going to be solving some problem. So the first question to ask yourself is, you know, who can you solve a problem for? Based off of your skills, based off of your abilities, based off of your relationships, who can you solve a problem for? Because if you aren't solving a problem, you can't attract an ideal client because 
you needed something to solve. And so that would be the first question that I asked. And so in the beginning, that was just me. I was like, oh, you know, I have this skill set. I can rank websites in Google. I can work with anyone. So let me just find a business that I can do it for. But I didn't realize, because like I said before, I had that $300 client, and it was honestly a huge headache to work with them. Um, and what I found over the over the years is that you know some of the lower paying clients, they're the ones that you know they just they they have the most amount of problems and they give you the biggest headaches. And so um, so I, I moved from there. It's like so who can you solve a problem for and will also pay you handsomely? And I, I use that word handsomely because you know if you're going to solve a problem you wanna get the best use of your time. So you wanna solve the biggest problem possible for the biggest possible client at that time, right? So you, you can solve a problem, but if it's a small one, then it could not, it might not be worth your time. Maybe it's not enough to grow your business, right? If it's, if it's such a small problem and you get a bunch of those, you have a lot of headache clients, it's just not gonna be a good time for you. And so my second question I asked is, okay, solve a problem, but also that they would pay, pay you well for. But then third, uh, after that, I began getting clients um, who I could solve a problem for. They were paying me well, but uh, one of the things that I didn't ask myself was, you know, whether or not I would enjoy working with them. <laughs> and so, what ended up happening was I had all these people, and I was getting stressed out. You know, they were calling me at all hours of the night. They were, um, you know, sending me emails. They were not, you know, they were not, you know, giving me the respect as a consultant that I was hoping for. And so it was, it felt like it was just another job that I was, I was tied to. And so that was the third question that I asked. And then fourth, after that, uh, one of the things I missed, and this is a question you should ask yourself is, you know, yes, I can solve a problem. Yes, they pay me well. Yes, I really enjoy working with them. But the fourth thing is, is this a client that you could work with for a long period of time? Because one of the one of the reasons why we've been able to grow in a way that is easy, enjoyable, and happy amongst our team is that we work with clients that have stayed with us for one, two, three, four years. And so moving through time in the beginning, I, I picked up we picked up clients that stayed with us for maybe a month and they gave us the biggest headaches. They wrecked our process, we're like doubting whether or not this is a good, you know, a good service to provide. But it had nothing to do with the service. It just had to do with the person. And so with that, you know, the angle that I'm trying to convey today is that it has to be multi-dimensional, right? You're solving problems. It has to do with pay. It also has to be your your joy and your experience, but also the duration of how long someone will work together with you. So for us, you know, just sharing the best clients that we found is that they, in our space in digital marketing, we found clients in the home services space are the best because they stay with you for years. They will pay you well. They are a joy to work together with. They're always down to earth people. And we can solve a big problem for them, which is helping market their business online, since a lot of them were not familiar with that. And another reason why we picked this, uh, and I'm, I'm sharing this just so you can get another angle, but the reason why we picked them is that home services, they are uh, recession-proof, right? So when we entered, um, you know, let's say a pandemic or a recession, right, no matter what, these sorts of clients are going to stick with you because people need their AC repair if it breaks down or they need their heater repaired if it's cold and in the winter. 
And so the angle that we approached it is, again, it's multidimensional. So we have clients that stay with us for a long time. They pay us well. We enjoy working for them. And it's something that we can easily solve. And so this framework, you know, it's, it's a simple one, right? It's, it's nothing too crazy. But these four questions were the questions that I, that I had to ask myself over the years to further, to, to delve deep into who it is that we really want to serve given our service. Okay. And so one thing that I, that I get is, um, you know, when I'm talking to people about refining their client avatar is that sometimes, you know, someone might come from a place they're just starting out and they aren't able to solve a big problem for someone that they would like to work with. And so that can be a challenge, right? You know, if you, if you only can solve problems with people that you don't enjoy, then you'll never get to where you need to be. So there's two options that you can, that you can approach this with if you have that issue. You know, number one, you know, I think that there's this, uh, this, you know, this, this, this dream in the entrepreneurship world of just being a one man band. And I, and I love being a one man band, but one of the, one of the things I learned early on, one of the great, one of my great mentors shared with me is that alone you go faster, together you go farther. And so what I, what I mean by that, as it relates to this first point, is that it's okay if you partner together with someone who might be strong in an area that you are not, and they serve the client that you want, but they don't have skills that you have. And so for these past four questions, if you can answer in a way that you enjoy, well, you have the option to partner together with other people. You know, maybe you do lose a, a certain cut if, if you were just doing it yourself. But again, you're able to grow a lot faster because you're partnering together. You're tapping into each other's networks, into each other's skills. And there's a synergy between both of you. And then the second thing is that if you don't have the skills to solve a big problem, the great part is that we got, we got the school of YouTube. You know, we got the school of Google. We have the school of, you know, we can enter all these masterminds in Facebook groups like this one. So you can develop skills. Even if you can't solve a problem today, why not build it? Um, you know, and so you can begin to craft uh, a solution for a person that you'd like um, and solve a bigger problem in a way that you might not be able to do right now. And so that's, that's another angle to, to approach things. Okay, um, so that is the first uh, the first piece of knowledge that I wanted to um, first framework I just wanted to to share. Um, the second piece of uh, so the second framework I wanted to share it's uh, it's about surfing. So um, I'm not sure if anyone in this group has gone surfing before. Uh, if you have, put hashtag surfing in the Facebook uh, chat. Uh, but for me, I actually just went surfing for the first time. Um, this past August. So I, I moved over from the East Coast of the United States uh, in Virginia. I moved over to the West Coast in San Diego, sunny San Diego. Love, I love this place. Um, but the first, one of the first things that, I had to, that a friend invited me to do was to surf because the waves out here are crazy. And now, mind you, I've never surfed before. I'm not very good at swimming. I actually had to go to remedial swim when I was at the Naval Academy because I, I really could not swim. Um, but when I went there, you know, my friend was like, oh, you know, here's your surfboard. You know, here's, you know, this is how you step on the surfboard and how you ride the waves. Um, and so, you know, it gave me like a, a brief lesson um, when, when I went out to the beach. 
But the thing about it is, like I said, I wasn't very good at swimming. I'd never surfed before. So I did not have a good time at all when I was there. You know, I, I remember just getting hit by the waves. Um, I was taken underneath my surfboard like seven, eight, nine times. I gulped down probably five, six mouthfuls of ocean water. Straight up not a good time. Um, but what I realized while I was there was that even though I was not having a good time, I realized that my friends were. Um, you know, it's not that they didn't want me to have a good time, but I realized that they were having a great time because they understood how the ocean worked. They understood how to catch waves. They understood how to stand up on the board and fu fully utilize the tools that they have. And so that, that got me thinking, you know, people can be in the same situation. They can be in the same Facebook Live. They can be in the same business, the same industry, but people can have a radically different experience given, you know, given their understanding of what's going on. And so why I share this with you and how this connects to your client avatar is that, you know, one big reason why it's important to understand your client avatar is because you can have your ideal client be in front of you right the second but if you don't know the questions to ask you can just let that opportunity slip right through your fingers also the second reason why i want to share this is that the metaphor of the waves is a great one when it comes to your offer in business um, because one of the things that i noticed in both myself as well as in other entrepreneurs is that we have this idea you know this this like this this grand this grand idea of how we want to you know start our business or change the world but the thing about it it's like i compare it to someone who has a surfboard in the ocean and thinks oh you know i'm in the best spot to surf but the thing about it is that it doesn't matter your mindset of thinking you're in the best place to surf you have to understand the reality of the ocean and so how this relates to business is that it's not always about, you know, thinking, oh, this is this is what I have to offer, but also understanding the waves of your client. What are their motivations? What are the things that they need help with? You know, how, how in what in what way or what paradigm do they, do they value the thing that you offer? And so not only do you have to define your client avatar, but to understand them on a deep level to see how does your offer connect with what they do? Because yes, you want high paying clients. Yes, you want them to be people you enjoy working with. But if you don't understand the waves of their mind, the waves of their situation, the, the seasonality of their life, then it'll be difficult to really you know, find and identify and, and have that person as a client that you work together with. And so you know, second thing that I just wanna share again, it's surfing, seeing, seeing the, move, the, the, ocean, the motion of the ocean. And, uh, and applying that to your client uh, getting uh, strategy. Okay, and so the last thing that I wanted to share, just because I wanted to keep this short for the day, is uh, you know, let's say that you have identified your ideal client, you understand the motion of the ocean, you understand surfing. You know, the last thing I wanted to leave you with is how do you multiply your ideal clients? And this was a strategy that I was really grateful for that I picked up early on in the business because this singular strategy accounts for about 75 to 80% of our revenue, our monthly recurring revenue today. And so this strategy really, really did it for me. And I hope that it helps you as well. And so um, just to give you the, the background, um, you know, I've been a part of this uh, business networking group in 2016. 
It was called Business Networking International. It was it was basically like, like a mastermind group of different business owners in different industries. And we met every single week, right? We met each week to talk about business, to, to send referrals, to talk about what's going right or wrong in our business, to see how we can break through. Um, but one of the one of the sessions that we had in that networking group is something called the educational moment. And so in the educational moment, someone would share something that they found helpful in their business. Um, and you know how in possibly someone in the group would take value in that and apply it to their business and grow. And so one of the strategies in 2016 that was shared with me uh, when growing my business was that uh, it, was, it was the goose versus the golden egg um, paradigm. And so what, what this was about was that when they were explaining it was that, you know, most people, they're just trying to find their ideal client, like we're doing in this seminar, right? You know, we're trying to find that person. We want to work with them. We want to change their life. We want to work with them for a long time. And that's like the golden egg, right? That's ideally what we want. Um, but, you know, as they went through the educational moment, they said, you know, that's that's the approach if you just want to, you know, like have a, a few, like one or two, three clients here and there. But instead, what if you approached it of finding the goose, the goose that lays all of the eggs? So who is who is the goose, you know, for your business that could generate you and knows all of your uh, ideal clients? And so when I thought about that, you know, I was thinking, oh, instead of trying to approach people who want digital marketing like businesses, right? You know, that those H those uh, home services owners. What if instead I found the goose who knows all of those people? And so early on, you know, instead of focusing on one one off clients, what I did was I spent that time instead developing relationships with people who I'd consider to be conduits and referral partners. So, you know, I have a digital marketing agency. So we focused on working with web design agencies because they were doing something that we were not good at. We started working with uh, paid ads agencies because they don't do what we do, but we can refer business back and forth. We started working together with um, Amazon specialists, you know, people who are on a different platform, but you know, it's related to the digital world. And so over time, I began to build out and take care of all of the, you know, all of the people who I considered uh, geese in my life. Uh, you know, just to use this metaphor, you know, I would take care of them. I would check up on them. I would send them referrals. I would, you know, if I noticed something that was off and maybe they're marketing, I would bring it up to them and say, hey, maybe this could be a better approach. I'd send them ideas. I'd put together events with them. And so we, we built strong bonds um, with, with, with each other. And what ended up happening was instead of having to, you know, go after one-off clients, they themselves were going after their clients and they would run into people who needed what it is that I offered. And so if they didn't offer it, they said, oh, well, we know John and we've developed a relationship with him over the years. And so let's send him business. So we, they would send SEO clients my way. And so this, you know, and like I said earlier, this accounted for about 75 to 80% of, uh, of our growth and in a way that's consistent. Because for me, I share these strategies with you because I'm not good at sales, right? I, I'm, not, I'm not the greatest presenter. You know, not, I don't know how to put things like in the right way. But what I, what I did focus on was strategy, right? Building the right relationships with the right people, planting my flag in the right place in terms of the type of clients that we'd go after. And so just very naturally, by building a relationship over time, 
you know, we were able to attract um, clients and build out a very healthy, a very healthy monthly recurring revenue model. So where we started out at zero, but because we planted the right seeds, focused on the on these these types of strategies, we were we were we were able to grow and leapfrog a, a, lot, a number of a lot of people who had been in the industry for much longer than we had. And so, you know, that's you know, that's basically it. You know, the, the goose versus the golden egg strategy. And you know, to take it back to you, like for you, like let's say that you do serve a particular market. You know, who who like who are the people that that person would want to be connected with, right? You know, is it maybe it's a ma- maybe it's the head of a mastermind group, or maybe it's um, someone who is in a complementary business as yours. Maybe it's someone who is just really well networked. Right, just identifying those types of people is going to be key, and the value of one conduit, it's 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 astronomical, and you'll you'll spot them. They're the people that know everybody. They're the people that message everybody. The people that always check in, and so you want to identify those people, and um, you know, make sure that you pay attention to them and take care of them because those are the people that, if you know your client, if you understand the currents, and you understand who they connect with then that could be one great way to scale your business in a way that's easy, reliable, and doesn't require you to be great at sales, um, just requires you really to build relationships and have a great product. So that's about it. Um, yeah, so that's, that's basically it. That's the short rundown. Uh, you know, this, you know, I love frameworks. I love strategy. I love questions. Uh, you know, I have a long ways to go myself. You know, I'm, and there's a lot more that I want to do and see in business, but these are some of the things that I picked up um, growing an SEO agency. So I hope that helps. So open up to questions. All right. So yeah, go ahead and put the questions in the comments, folks, and we're going to have them answer those. But while they're thinking about that, John, this was a comment that was was put on by somebody who wasn't going to able to make it to the class today, but they wanted you to address this. So this is for you. <laughs> Uh, let me pull that up. So that says it says, actually, I'd love for him to comment on what was said in one of my most recent classes. He said the ideal client will come to us because you'll attract them in our energy and with the content and value that we provide. Yes. So um, one quick, uh, you know, it's not going to be like the most detailed answer, but the one thing I remember early on in my business is that I was I was in a because I was just starting out business. I was hungry for any client that I could get. I was in a, a very scarce mindset, and so what I realized happened is that when I would talk to people and I would tell them about my services and what I do, the people that end up signing on were exactly like me, right? They were the ones that didn't, you know, their business was not doing too well, and they're just starting out, and it was tough. And so it's true, like if depending on how you think you attract those types of people. And in the beginning, that's what happened. Um, one change that I did make in order to, to attract different people is that within my company, we we had, we had refined our values. So we have an acronym, it's called RAPIT, R-A-P-I-T. And the reason why we did this is because we wanted for everyone in the company to maintain consistent values, but also we knew that if we have these values, we'd attract clients with the same values too. And so, our acronym, R-A-P-I-T, it stands for results-oriented, A for accountability, P proactive, I integrity, T teamwork. And so we actually, we judge everyone on our team based off of this, 
we judge ourselves based off of this. We also judge our clients based off of this. And so, you know, by thinking about that and having your values set, yeah, it just, it just comes across naturally. Like I don't have to think about it. It's just that something that we live by and the people that I spend time with, that's, that's what they focus on. Integrity, teamwork, working together, being proactive and uh, everything like that. So definitely agree. Defining your values and your vibe attracts your tribe. So if you have a low vibe, that's what you track. If you have a high value, high vibe, that's what you track too. Awesome. And then Florine says she loves the gold goose. <laughs> ah, thank you, Florine. Yeah, it's uh, it's super, right? It's a super simple strategy, but um, it, and it, but it simplifies your life, right? Instead of having to find 50 clients, how about find five people that have audiences of 10, and then now you, you simplified your life, and it's it's easier that way. So, you know, just so, strategy. Yeah. So for anybody that missed it, basically, he's effectively politely calling me a goose. <laughs> no, no. because, because here, here's the reality right now you all are at the, at the beginning stages most of you are just starting out with this online venture and it makes sense your your most effective tool right now is going to be your organic strategies that we're we're involving but the reality is your organic was going to take you just so far but when you're ready to scale up and start using things like a broader spectrum of seo services trying to get your name out there a little bit more effectively John's going to be a great resource and asset for you to be able to turn to because he's he's on the ground and he'll help you hit the ground with your feet running instead of like most of us where we we hit the ground moving 100 miles an hour but forget to move our feet we land on our face so in essence this is kind of what we're doing is we're building a community and building relationship with one another so that we can serve one another's audiences in a, in a most effective way and you know what they say, you know, don't listen to what they say, watch what they do. There's a reason John's here today. You know, he wants to bring value to you, but he's also making his value available to you in the future as well. Um, do you guys have any more direct questions for him? I know there's a few of you out there that are doing local business. Um, Owen, I mentioned Owen to you before he had to hop off and take his kids home. It was getting <laughs> awful late there in Ireland. <laughs> and, uh, Kim is going to hop back on a little bit later as well. She's dealing with a, with a young gal at the house. Um, any other questions here? Lynn says she loves this. Lynn is a graphic designer. She does a really great job. Okay, here, here we go. Florine, how can I reach physicians who are on burnout from their careers? Organically, not reaching there quite yet. Hmm. That's a great question. So how can I reach physicians who are burnt out from their careers organically not reaching yet? Hmm. For me, I don't have an immediate answer. I don't know how it reached them directly. Um, but I'm, but I'm curious, you know, those types of people, if they're burnt out, I think they'll be attracted to certain types of topics, right? You know, if I'm looking for a career change, you know, where, I, I, there's certain types of YouTube channels or certain types of Facebook groups, certain types of books that um, you would read, right? Something with a career change, maybe possibly, um, I don't know, HR professionals, possibly um, a career coach who is advising people to change their career. So I, I wouldn't know how to sp specifically reach physicians, but I feel like a potential conduit could be those career coaches because they they see those people all the time. Um, and so, I don't know, I would, I would probably try to re find those people in you know, have a one-to-one -one with a few of those uh, career coaches or someone similar. 
Would, do you think it would make sense to do basically do a broader scope at this point and really just reach into the physician's community and then just share specifically what it is that you do? And that'll kind of draw those people out of that community. Would that's, that be a more effective way of applying our effort? Yeah, I, I, that's a that's a fantastic way because yeah, to find someone who's burnt out could be difficult. But if you're reaching out to those people, you're talking about wellness practices to, I don't know, to to recharge, rejuvenate, be motivated again. You'll attract those people. Um, it'll be easier to sort to find them. Because um, yeah, it'll be for me at least. I, I'd have to figure out how to figure out get them get the burnout folks. So it might be a little tougher. Just just spam them with advertisement after advertisement until they get burned out on it. <laughs> <laughs> They'll let you know. <laughs> um, Kim, are you are you back or are you still out right now? She had to step out with her daughter, so okay. I will keep sharing with physician groups. Mostly finance. Okay. Um, another thing to think about is as a physician, don't always just think about like physician groups, but think about the physician. Where would they hang out? Uh, that was that was like one of my biggest key, key takeaways when I started trying to find my clients is I stopped looking for my clients and kind of like the goose versus the egg. And mm -hmm. stop, instead of trying to figure out where my client was, I figured out where would my client hang out? And then I would go join them there. You know, if you're trying to sell golf clubs, you don't go to the golf course. You go to the clubhouse. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you don't always have to be right where they are. You have to be at the places where they would frequent. So that's another thing that I've, I've learned, especially on the organic end. It's a mm -hmm. little bit easier to do it that way. So we do want to be respectful of John's time as well. So uh, last chance here, we're going to raffle off an opportunity to, to pick his brain. Just throw it down in the comments. You have anything? I'm going to go a three, a two, a three, two, one. All right. So if there's anything, if you all could put down one key takeaway that you've gotten from this, and that's going to help John be able to better present and know what really resonated with you. So if you could just put down one of the key takeaways that really connected with you today, that'll help him out immensely. Yeah, that'd be super helpful. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm trying to do more, uh, more events in the future. So it's just getting started and getting back out there with the, uh, the seminars. So yeah, any, any takeaways, any feedback is always uh, very much appreciated. Um, yeah. And y'all know me, I'll call you out. <laughs> <laughs> I know Florine was really, really reached by the golden goose. Mm -hmm. Golden goose. Lynn, what, what jumped out to you, huh? I don't know if she got bumped. It looked like we just dropped a number here. All right. Lynn says, my skill set is really broad. Graphics, web design, SEO, video, etc. I really need to hone in on my focus. Okay, excellent. Yeah, that was, um, and similar to you, Lynn, I had, I had the same thing when I was first starting out. I was trying to figure out whether we should offer, um, a, be a full-scale digital marketing agency or focus on one 
one thing. And uh, part of the reason why we picked SEO is that golden goose strategy. It was easier for us to navigate relationships if we weren't stepping on other people's toes. Like if I said, hey, I'm, I'm the SEO guy, then they would remember me as the SEO guy. And if they didn't do SEO, then that would be, that'd be good. But if I offered everything, it was a little bit tougher. Um, and so, you know, that was kind of like why we approached that way. And also in the future, you know, one of the great books that I read, you know, thinking about like long-term business strategies, like, oh, you know, the sellability of a business, right? If you have a tight, if you have a tight offer with one service, it's also easier to sell in the future. So there was, there was multiple considerations there in the short term, as well as in the long term. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, like as far as, I can't really say SEO, but like refining the, refining our, our ideal client avatar. I know for some of us here, we're, we're coaches and we have a really broad spectrum of the people that we can serve. Uh, mindset being an extremely challenging one to niche down because there's not a single person alive that can't use what I have. Yeah. Um, including myself. I mean, I go back and listen to my own trainings for reminders. So, I mean, like literally nobody is excluded. How would you say the most effective way to really kind of hone that down and focus in? Would that be utilizing those initial questions and, and basically just saying, you know, which ones can I have the greatest impact on and which ones do I want to work with instead of I can serve everybody, but which ones will bring me the most joy? How would you, how would you go about narrowing that down? Yeah, I think for that one, um, it reminds me similar to how when we were starting out, just we, we, we would work, we could work with anyone, right? Anyone with a website, we could work with them. Um, and so if, if you're just getting started, what we had to do was just whoever would work with us, we would work with them hmm. <laughs> and we'd, we'd learn more as we, we went along. So um, that's kind of where I have to start. You know, you already have pre-established relationships, you know, certain people, you're a part of certain groups, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're starting from zero, you whatever you can get is whatever you can get. And then from there, you can begin to refine more tightly what that is, you know, maybe with mindset, you know, is it specifically with performance issues around sports, or maybe it's someone who has an eating disorder, or maybe it's someone who is looking to grow their business, or maybe it's someone who is, I don't know, like there's different angles. And so people will resonate with you based off of different things. And, you know, you'll, you'll find it as you go along, just, just like we did, we began just whatever clients, then we begin to refine. Yeah, see, I, I really resonated with you on uh, on good old Tony. You want better answers, you got to ask better questions. Yep, yep. Um, I, I I tell that people all the time, and they're like, I just can't figure it out. I'm like, stop asking the same question. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ask a different question. If you keep getting the same answer and the same result, ask it different. Yep. It's it's not even looking for a different answer necessarily, but asking it in a different way seems to allow us to see it different. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's one of the big things that, you know, as far as really honing in on who I can serve is just simply not always just asking, you know, like what problem can I solve, but also asking what problem do they think they have? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because the, the problem they think they have is usually not the problem that I can solve for them, but it's the underlying core that I can solve. And so I have to look at it and say, in their shoes, what are they seeing? Not what do I think their problem is? Um, it was just a little mindset shift for me, but it's allowed me to really, really connect with people on a deeper level. I love that. Yeah, meeting people where they're at versus you know, just trying to yank them over here. Um, I love that. 
All right, and Florine says, uh, thing that resonated, an ideal client that will stay and handsomely pay. <laughs> Different packages to offer each. Love it. Yep. And a quick real life example, uh, what we're doing with our own packages is, you know, we offer SEO, but we are crafting our language around our package in a different way that resonates with mm -hmm. them. And so uh, residential contractors, they love talking about booking jobs and um, booking jobs and more phone calls. And so most SEOs, they say, oh, we do all these technical things and yada, yada, yada. But a lot of those owners don't care. You know, they really don't care. Uh, and so refining that package to speak to them, it's the same, it's the same underlying solution, but it's just packaged a different way. And so it's easier to connect with them. So that's, that's even just a more recent thing that we're doing as well. That's helped. I love that Lynn. Yeah, I'm excited for you, Lynn. I'm really excited for you. Um, it's uh, it's super exciting, just like starting out your own agency, uh, building it out, and you have the experience working with you know small businesses, Fortune 500 companies, and um, that's that's a big advantage that you have that you know I certainly didn't have, and so that's why I think that you're going to snowball so far ahead because you have all those relationships and skills built up behind you. So I'm really excited to see uh, you grow your agency out. Super excited for you. Awesome. All right, are there any more questions that we can answer for you real quick? Otherwise, I'm gonna jump in and I'm gonna start asking my own questions. <laughs> and I'm okay with that, you all know me. All right, John, how can how can people connect with you and follow up and, and just connect and if they need your services or have any questions? What would be the best way to do that? For sure, yeah, y'all can add me on Facebook. Just look for John Victoria, J-O-H-N-V-I-C-T-O-R-I-A. And I'm happy to connect. Uh, we can talk about anything. My inbox is always open. Uh, as you can probably tell, I'm not a super like you know uh, standoffish sort of person. It's you know if you want to chat about something, happy to. I'm just uh, here to help. Um, so yeah, feel free to reach out. Awesome, awesome. So with that, we just want to say thank you, guys. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to close this down. We do have the replay live in there. If you do have any questions, make sure to let us know. And we'll do our best to answer them as we can inside the group there. Lynn, you're awesome. How are you? All right. We will talk to you all later on. We'll see you in the morning. All right. You guys get a good day. Remember, you're amazing. You have greatness in you. Now go share it. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, Bye -bye. everyone. Bye-bye. And as always, we want to end off the show by giving a shout out to our good friends. We have a couple wonderful people, Josh and Nikki, over at Good Karma Business. You can find them on Facebook. Look up Good Karma Business, and you will find out some of the most amazing organic strategies to grow and enhance your business in Facebook today. Make sure that you reach out to them and touch base with them. We just want to say thank you for all your amazing leadership and your encouragement and just leading with exceptional content and integrity online today. Thank you much, folks. We'll see you all soon. Have an amazing day, and we'll see you next time.